Hello, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I'm convinced that as you listen to Pastor Femi Emmanuel of Living Spring Chapel International, you will be lifted and inspired. And so you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Femi Emanuel and on Instagram at the Real Femi Emanuel. You can also join our live services at www.youtube.com slash the family manual. You are lifted. We are on kingdom enlargement. That's the administration that the focus of our administrations this month. Growing the kingdom. As I said last Sunday, we are called the of the kingdom the church is the kingdom of God on earth the church is the representative of God on earth the church is God's people church is people not the building church is the community of believers that are focused the same way believe the same doctrine pushing the same thing church is a living organism church is a movement out on behalf of god to shine god's light onto the world to beam the light of heaven onto the darkness of the world that's why isaiah chapter 16 from verse 1 he says arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of god is risen upon you darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but his light is on you we are the light of the world matthew chapter 5 verse 14 he says ye are the light of the world a city that is set on the hill talking about his church talking about the body of christ talking about us we are the light of the world we are here to shine the kingdom light to the darkness of the world today i'm sharing on what i call the wonders of serving god the wonders of serving god the beauty of serving god kingdom enlargement is about serving god kingdom enlargement is about winning soul it is working to win souls it is working to establish souls brought in he said other sheep have i that are not yet of this fold they also must be brought in he says go into the highways and the byways and compare them and bring them to come kingdom service is about going after the lost souls bringing them in establishing them discipling them enough for them to also be able to go out and bring other people in disciple them they also go out and bring God up until the last man on the street has had until those that heaven has destined to receive the kingdom of light has received and then the son of God shall return that's God's agenda in the first service God's servant was talking about God's agenda that's God's agenda that his son will return and take over and that is what we have all been called to do we are the salt of the earth we are God's people on earth 
the wonders of serving God. That's my message today. The rewards of serving God. The beauty of serving God. The benefits of serving God. The mystery of serving God. Can I say this to you? Serving God pays. Serving God does not remove from you, it adds to you. You can't serve God and lose. You can't serve God and be behind. You can't serve God and regret. No, no, it will never happen. David said in Psalm 37, verse 25, I have been young, now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging bread. By the grace of God, you will not beg to eat. You will not beg to live. You will not beg to gain access. God will open door for you where you need one. If your amen is loud enough, heaven will sign it now. Job 36 verse 11. Job 36 verse 11. He said, if they obey and serve him, they will spend their, year, uh, their days in pleasure and their years. They will spend... They, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Can you see that? Serving God brings prosperity and pleasure. God did not make you for pressures of life. Many people are going through pressures of life. Financial pressures. Ill health. Physical pressures. Marital crisis. That's a pressure some of them their children instead of giving them joy and pleasures they are giving them pleasures they are stressing them out serving god bring pleasures and remove pressures just serving him they will spend their days in plenty not in scarcity enough of scarcity in your life and the way out of scarcity even in this pandemic period is serving God is just being available for God to use you many people are out to use God but they don't want God to use them and when God uses you he doesn't dump you he sharpens you he, he fertilizes you he prunes you he said every branch in me that is bearing fruit I will prune I will water he replenishes you. Oh, somebody look at me. He said, I to too. He's just fresh. I said, that is the one of the benefits of serving God. He removes sicknesses and diseases from you. He removes anything that is putting pressure on you. He removes poverty. He removes nightmares. I speak to somebody's life now. Whatever has been mounting pressure on you is removed today. I said is removed today serving God pays the wonders of serving God number one point this is my number one outline we are made for God's service you are made we are made to serve God we are not made for ourselves that is the first lesson I want everyone to take him that is the first revelation i want you to put into your spirit that is one big mistake that people are making many people are making they behave they walk and talk as if they made themselves for themselves 
is a big mistake they behave as if they are for themselves no we are made by god for god god made us for himself not for ourselves it's a big mistake genesis chapter 1 verse 26 genesis 21 verses let's see it from the beginning from the beginning of creation from the beginning of god creating man the purpose for which he made man and god said let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the uh, the sea the birds of the air and so on let us make man to fulfill our purpose let's make man and he gave him responsibility god made man for himself man was not made to serve himself man was made for god let somebody say i am made for god i am made for god let us make man he made them to have dominion to rule to reign ruling and reigning is a big assignment to rule, to reign, to put things in order, to make them work according to the purpose of their creation is a big assignment. He gave us assignment for himself. God made you and me to fulfill a purpose for himself. He made you and me the way he made us. And you have heard me said again and again, you are not the reason God has blessed you this much. He blessed you so that blessing can pass through you to other people one of the greatest things that can happen to anyone in life is for you to be a channel of God's blessings to other people God pass it to you so that you can pass it to others whether it is strength anointing money space opportunity whatever he pass it to you so that through you it can get to others he said to Abraham I will bless you and make you a blessing to other people you become a channel through which my resources will flow through to others that's the purpose of your creation the reason many people are poor the reason many people are down is that what God passed to them they refused to pass it to other people so God held it back you don't become poor by giving God you don't become weak by serving God that's the first message i have for everyone connecting today god made you for himself god made you to serve him god made you to fulfill a purpose in him that is the first thing we must know i am not here by myself for myself i am not here on earth by myself for myself no i am not self-existing so how can i be self-serving i am not self-existing how can i be self-serving psalm 14 verse 1 psalm 14 verse 1 he said the fool has said in his heart or in her heart there is no god that is super madness the fool has said in his heart there is no god it is indeed foolish and stupid it is pure lunacy for somebody to think there is no god <laughs> to think you exist for yourself to think that i owe nobody anything i am just myself i owe god no business i owe god no service i i i own my life if I, one person said the other time i am the captain of my soul i am the god of myself i owe nobody 
any duty i owe no god anywhere any duty i am for myself i live for myself or to say i serve god on my own terms i serve god on my own. when an employer employs a staff he's giving the line of duties he's taking through an induction to understand how that organization operates and his own role there is division of labor now for you to get employed in an organization and say look i am here for myself nobody tells me what to do i resume when i like i close when i like i do what i like they will show you today this one is mad why did you bring a madman here <laughs> why did you bring a madman here i thought you brought a responsible person now you did not create yourself so you cannot self-exist somebody sent you here whether you believe it or not whether you know it or not he sent you here for a purpose may you be able to fulfill god's purpose in jesus name we cannot live our life the way we like absolute freedom is madness absolute freedom is anarchy there is nothing like absolute freedom Jesus Christ said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. He said, Come unto me, take my yoke upon you. I will give you rest. Take my yoke. Do you know what a yoke is? Put my burden on yourself. In other words, He delivered us from that evil master. But not for absolute freedom. We came under another master. Only that this other master his yoke is easy his body is light nevertheless it is still a yoke it is still a body somebody hearing me matthew eleven twenty-eight. come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest look at verse 29 for me media i will give you rest he said take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your soul take my yoke take my assignment take my burden i have a job for you take my job so giving our life to christ does not give us absolute freedom to do as we like you need to see the life of some christians it is like they were born again to sin even the things that they were not doing before when they claim that they were not born again now that they claim to be born again you see they begin to do things that were terrible things ungodly things i said were you born again to sin i thought he took you from that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and he gave you his own assignment i want every christian every believer listening to me today to understand this you are not saved for yourself you are not saved just to be kind to god give me give me give me give me give me give me we have become give me give me club no he brought you out of that kingdom of darkness into his kingdom nevertheless in his kingdom there are duties for you there are jobs you must carry out wake up wake up we are not in this kingdom to be idle we are here to serve a master we still have a master over our head we are still servants 
of God. We still have a master. We are called to service, not to idleness, not to be loafing around, not to just come and be saying, Give me, give me, or tell me, or bully me. That's not what he saved you for. He saved you to serve him, and he said, When you serve him, he will take care of all the other things. One of the verses of scriptures by God's grace, Holy Ghost remind me that I'll be preaching this month is that popular verse of the scripture, Matthew 6 33. I have preached on it before. That's my mantra. That's my policy. That's the motto I run my life with. Seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Leave all the other things for me. That's the interpretation of Matthew 6 33. Seek my kingdom. Serve me with all your heart. Leave all other things for me. Leave the witches. Leave the wizards. Leave the government. Leave unfavorable policies. Leave immigration officers. Leave all. Leave every other thing for me. I will take care of them for you so that you can have time to serve me more. So that you can have peace and health and joy to serve me more. I speak to somebody's life today. You will serve God in peace. You will serve God in abundance. In the name of Jesus, we did not create ourselves. We did not send ourselves here. Somebody created us and sent us here for a purpose. When he put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he did not put them there to be idle. He said, tend the, 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 the garden. Work on it. Tend it. He gave him work to do. So don't be in church and be idle. If nobody gives you a job, go to the pastor and say, what can I do? This is my area of strength. This is what, what can I do? I am not here to be idle. That's why I love the man that I said I read online. He said, I just joined Dominion City, Living Spring Chapel, Dominion City. I believe he joined only this lockdown thing. And then he started coming, maybe before lockdown or after. And if you are, if you are in church this morning, my, perhaps you are listening to me. He said, me and my wife, we want to serve. I like people who want to serve. Please, look like you want to serve. Look like you are ready to be sent. God said, who shall I send? Who will go for me? Jesus Christ said, here am I, send me. You see what has become of him today. Look like you want to be sent. Don't say that the trouble in this church come today, come to work. We are still coming on Saturday again for sesame. We are going to house hell on Saturday. When do they even want somebody to rest? Our resting time is not here. Eh? He said, Woe unto him who is at ease in Zion. Now I'm just showing you the motto, the key to every good thing you need in life. I said to them in the first service as I was rounding off after Pastor Paul has preached, I said, I have never begged God to give me car, to give me visa, so that I can go abroad, to give me a house. I don't know what else people ask for. All I have done in my life, and I, and I, and I realize that it is a level of grace. And I'm going to be asking for that same grace upon all of you. The grace to serve. The grace to want to serve. The grace to be ready to serve. It's a measure of grace. Nobody can receive anything except it's given to him by grace. Uh, serving God is like breathing. If you ask me not to serve God, you will make me miserable. Serving God is, is <coughs> I remember 
those our troubling days i keep referring to it in marriage those early days of our marriage and my pastor called me reverend pochidodo after my wife has made a good job of reporting me because i wanted to kill her i wanted to take life out of her how come you stay with your husband in the house one week he will not talk to you you cook food he will not eat <laughs> and i remember my father saying to me one day and i'm his chief interpreter i am the one interpreting for him every 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 sunday i am a member of the council as young as i was then i was the uh the general sunday school superintendent over first part gospel church uh just street okay um okay but i mean can you see very prominent in the church young man serving i mean almost all the departments of the church and the last straw that broke the camel said if your wife will report you to me again if your wife comes to report you to me again i will remove you from everything you are doing in the church wow this man wants to kill me but that's where i find my joy i will remove you from everything you do in the church no interpretation remove you from sunday school remove you from the leader of the youth remove you from this and don't come to my house again ah and it's my father in the lord he became part of anytime something wants to come on i remember my father said this please love to serve that's one area of grace that god has given me and it has lifted me i prophesy to somebody's life serving god will lift you high. say amen we don't own our lives when we slept yesterday when we all slept yesterday each time we get to our bed and we sleep off we become unconscious of life two of us and then you woke up this morning yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. who did you think wake you up if i who made you to sleep who woke you up if you think it was your alarm clock take that same alarm and go to the mortuary trigger it off and put it in the air of a dead cause whether it will wake up whether it will wake up every day we fall, go to sleep it wakes us up the second morning it is when we wake up remember ah, we are still here that should tell you how vulnerable and empty a human being is i lived i once lived with an afar you know my story if you read my book i live with an afar a muslim afar and <laughs> that's the way they say it you know right those yeah we laugh i laugh <laughs> So he will kill us in the night and wake us up in the morning so every day god kills us second day he wakes us up i said so he will kill us when we sleep it's like we are dead and there are those who slept who never woke up many many so for you to wake up in the morning it's god's and it's a message to you that you don't own your life let somebody say i don't own my life he said the fool has said in his heart there is no god please get to know this we don't do not own our lives we do not own our means we don't own our time we don't own our offices we don't own our houses we don't own our cars we are not the owner we are only a caretaker there is nothing you have that you own by yourself i keep saying when it comes to giving any money that gets to your hand god allowed you to get there whichever means your salary a gift 
a profit, an allowance, an inheritance, whatever gets to your hand, God permitted it. If not, it won't get to you. So consider all you have as from God. Let somebody say, I hear. There is nothing we own. Our space, where we live, the house we build, the one we rented, they don't belong to us. Whatever privileges, whatever opportunities we have in life are all given to us by God as loans. When you take a loan from the bank, you pay it back with interest. Whatever you have, whatever opportunity, whatever office, education, anointing, fluency, connection, whatever you have in life, strength, help, whatever you have was given to you as a loan. He is the loaner. We are the loanee. One day we are going back to give account. You remember the story of the talent man. To one he gave five. To one he gave two. To one he gave one. And when he came back, he called all of them to give account. Do you know me and you, we give account of every privilege, every opportunity that God gave to us in life? How many of you know we will give account of it? You don't know. Thank God for those of you who did not raise your hand. You didn't tell lies. You didn't know. You didn't know that everything you have, you are complaining too much. Thank God for what you have. And what you don't have will come. I don't know how the church has been so driven to just be needs conscious. Many Christians have been so driven. I don't know how those doctrines came from pulpits, from pastors, from settings, from structure that we just, an average Christian is just need oriented. I have need, I have need, I have need. Instead of thanking God for what you have now and serving Him with what you have now so that what you need will come, everybody just dreaming. Need, 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 need. He said, Leave your need for me, I will meet it for you. Do my job, I will do your job. I've said again and again the fastest way to get God to do your things is to do His things. When you get busy for him, he gets busy for you. Say I hear. Say I hear. So whatever we have, do not belong to us. God gave it to us. James chapter 14. James chapter 4 verse 14. James chapter 4 verse 14. Part B of it. He said, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little while and vanishes away. Please, we are made for God's service. He made us for himself to serve him. Don't forget that I said that and judge that down in your notebook and type it and release it to the whole world. We are made by God for God. We are made by God for God. He made us so that we can serve him. Number two point. What is God's service? Let's go to definition. What is God's service? What does it mean to serve God? What does serving God mean? How do we serve God? This is a long subject and I intend to be on it for a while. On Tuesdays, other Sundays, I will be preaching it in series. What does it mean to serve God? If we are made to serve God, then what does serving God mean? Serving God means so many things. So many things. Number one, serving God means touching people's lives positively for God. Serving God is connected with people. It means touching people's lives positively. It means changing things positively for God. It means adding value to life. Just write adding value. It means converting people 
to God. Just like converting people. It means bringing people to the way of God. It means feeding the poor. It means clothing the naked. Call it charity work. It means using all you have and all you are to assist people, especially the underprivileged, especially making them to know the Lord as their God and Savior. Serving God means so many things in the region that I am mentioning and I am describing. It also means giving God's praises and worshiping Him. That's one of the reasons He created us. Isaiah 43, verse 21. Isaiah 43, 21. These people have I formed for myself, they shall show forth my praise. God made you for Himself to show forth His praise. We are still coming to that. He made you for Himself. Can you see? You are created by God for God. I am created by God for God. Serving God means so many things. James chapter 1 verse 27. Let's check on James 1 27. It said pure religion and undiluted before God and the Father is this. He wants to tell you now what religion, what serving God means. To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep ourselves unspotted by the world. Go to Matthew 25 verses 44 to 45. Matthew 25 verses 44 to 45. We are trying to define what serving God means. Then, then shall they also answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee are hungry and thirst, or a stranger or naked or sick in prison and did not minister to thee the next verse then he will answer them saying assuredly i say unto you inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these you did not do it for me Sephine. he defined it for us visiting the widows taking care of the orphans feeding the hungry clothing the naked visiting the inmates and every afflicted serving god means many things but they are all connected to his purpose i said the other time charitable organization or charitable activities but if it is not connected to god's purpose it does not fall in line with serving god they are all connected to god's purpose then what is god's purpose what is god's purpose number one that the kingdom of this world might become the kingdom of his son jesus christ that's god's agenda that's god's purpose that the kingdom of this world may become the kingdom of his son listen to this doing good works is not enough if it is not connected to god's work doing good works is not enough if it's not connected to God's work and hear it in another way doing God's work doing good work is not necessarily doing kingdom work doing good work is not necessarily doing kingdom work the acceptable service to God is the one that is connected to his purpose good works are not good enough if they are not connected to God's purpose and I have just defined God's purpose for you on earth it connects to his kingdom so that his son Jesus Christ who said to us 
a little over 2000 years ago i am going to prepare a place when i finish preparing that place i will come and take you unto myself that's what the kingdom is waiting for that is what genuine believers that's what they are waiting for waiting for that is god's kingdom that is god's purpose that the kingdom of this world that jesus will take over the kingdom and that cannot happen until we have worked to fulfill his purpose until the last man the last woman the last boy the last girl destined to hear the gospel and accepting jesus christ and is receiving to the kingdom until that is done the king of kings will not come back and that is the purpose of god so i have a word for philanthropists i have a word for charity organizations good as those works you are doing may be good feeding the poor giving palliatives to the hungry helping the misfortunes disaster region in the world sending food sending clothing sending materials good good but as good as they are if the end result is not that the people might know jesus christ and be and give their life to him then it's not good enough you just postpone their days of calamities you just postpone their days of calamity for instance if you take a prisoner out of the prison house and you pay the bill and all the charges and whatever is needed to have him out you've done a good job but if you leave him to himself two things may happen he may soon return to his own job old old crimes and return back do you see that criminals has a way of continuing with their criminal lives and returning i thank god the nigerian prison system has been renamed correction center i pray that the renaming will bring restructuring that is actually be a correction center but most of the criminals that get into our own uh, correctional centers here many of them come out to become more hardened so you discover that most of them often go back to their old trade and will return back to prison if they don't return and that is why evangelism into prison is very very important there are many who go there to get born again and they come out as evangelists servants of god children of god and if they are well monitored and assisted they continue that way but if they are just released and there is no system and these are our systems that has a way of uh, stigmatizing uh, have you discovered that covid 19 has been stigmatized there is this stigmatization that has come with it here in this part of the world ah and koro is not a death sentence covid 19 is not a death sentence many of those especially in our crimes here many of those that test positive they come out of it negative can you see the profile of the deaths in nigeria is not spiking but somehow it has brought fear and brought stigmatization you no know, that's that's us as a people we stigmatize it instead of appreciating what they are passing through assisting them supporting them praying for them for them to come out it's not a death sentence in fact the way i see it i have said this before we are praying and we have prayed we continue to pray he said we should continue to pray until our joy is full we continue to pray that covid 19 be taken off the earth 
and i have said two ways but we either take it away take it away like he took away the frog in egypt but that was a plague on egypt or god will help that a vaccine be discovered that covid 19 will just be like ordinary malaria and i, th I think that is when this uh, social distancing will stop when it is no longer a threat to anybody and i know that is happening very very soon so this man we either return back to the prison house for continuing his old trade or perhaps he comes out to do well like some other places are like many of them also they come out to do well and restart their lives again but at a point they will die isn't it everybody will die and then they go to hell so you have not really helped them so it is taking them off the street taking them out of hunger taking them for prison houses taking them of criminality and then showing them the way of the lord making them to know jesus that is the ultimate work we are supposed to do so good works charitable works as good as they are if it is not connected that the person the recipient be ultimately given to christ it is just postponing the days of calamity because anyone that dies without christ dying without christ is going to hell i didn't say that jesus christ said that jesus christ is the door for anybody who wants to assess the kingdom of god john 14 verse 6 john 14 verse 6 he says i am the way the truth and the life no one comes unto the father but by me so the whole kingdom service is extending and expanding his kingdom depopulating hell and populating heaven taking people out of their sinful way of life showing them christ and establishing them in christ so that they too will go and establish other people in christ so that the light of the kingdom will shine somebody say i hear this is where many people have problem with christianity what i'm just explaining now is where people have problems with christianity pastor Femi, why are you saying that so are you saying until everybody come to your christianity your christianity is the only thing is that what you are saying what about all the other religions what about those who don't even believe in your christianity what about those who don't even believe in christ well i didn't say it but god said in john 14 6 i am the way the truth and the life no one comes unto the father but by me jesus christ said i am the door by which anybody uh, will enter the kingdom revelation chapter 3 verse 20 he said behold i stand at the door and knock if anybody will open i will come in knocking the door of everyone's heart so if there are people listening to me now and you are not sure that jesus is in your heart i am saying it to you today very very pointedly until you accept him into your heart you are not part of him and if you are not part of him you are not part of the kingdom you may be a part superficially you go to church you be a christian name but that is not the salvation that opens the doors of heaven that is not the agenda of god the agenda of god is that the kingdom of this world will become the kingdom of his son so a lot of people have misunderstanding and have problem about that understanding but that is what christian faith is all about jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost the whole world was lost in 
sin he came to redeem us back to god so if we say we are all the same thing don't let us criticize ourselves we must not criticize ourselves but we must say the truth this is the truth that jesus is the way the truth and the life and whoever is not in christ has no access to the god of heaven that we know and we preach say i hear say i hear jesus is the way god sent him to redeem humanity back to himself so without introducing people to christ and helping them to understand their purpose in christ helping them to stay within the body and also working to bring other people into the body of christ the work is not yet done hebrews 9 27 hebrews 9 27 he said it is appointed unto man wants to die but after this judgment our service to god is not complete until it is done to bring people to the saving knowledge of jesus christ our service in god our service to god is not complete until it is done to bring people to the saving knowledge of christ and remaining in the kingdom becoming part of the bride of christ that the bridegroom is coming for church please let us understand this i discovered that since covid19 came now um most christians have forgotten what covid19 is a test of christianity it's a test i said the other time it has separated the faithful from the fearful is this not the third sunday we are having now since this state lifted lockdown on church services this is the third sunday isn't it third sunday one two three this is third sunday do you know for three consecutive sundays there are members of this church i'm not talking about the other church down the street there i'm not talking about the other church in another community or in another city these are our church living spring chapel international this dominion city center where you hear me preach all the time there are leaders leader, leaders who have not stepped into church for fear of covid19 the government said remain in your house so the voice of the government is stronger than the voice of god and you know that we are not a mumu church we are not an illiterate church we are not a church of blind people you know we will maintain all the social distancing we will maintain all the health regulation and yet you say i cannot go well he goes to work that man goes to work that woman goes to the office he goes to the market but they say we should not go to church ah! this is situations where shedrach meshach and abednego we say king decide it yourself whether it is god we will obey or your law born again so called born again so it has separated the fearful from the faithful the fearful are at home now they say we watch it online until until january <laughs> you know i see people say until january they say no way no way school shut down until january so i said to them who told you that by january koro will go who told you that <laughs> what if if he does not go in january what if he's spiking my january and february and april and june and september because they have told us we have got to learn 
to live with it so i think what we should be talking about how do we live with it and survive i think that's what we should be talking about how do we build our immune system how do we wash our hand how do we put our face mask? how do we do the basic thing knowing that this covid 19 is an arrow from hell how do we cover ourselves with the presence of god and observe all the health rules but not sit at all not social distance no that has killed jobs killed industries killed life and the lack and poverty pandemic we kill more people than coronavirus god forbid so there are those still claim church pastors i've seen pastors who say ah even if governments ask us to open church i will not open my church even if till this december i say you are operating with the spirit of fear not wisdom please let us know that the ultimate is that we give our life to jesus christ we help people to know christ and to remain rapturable finally for today i told you it's going to be a longer message the foundation for serving god the foundation of service to god and you see that in john chapter 6 verse 28 john 6 28 then said they to him master what shall we do that we might walk the works of god these are a bunch of people jesus we know you shall ask us to do god's service god's work what shall we do what relay is it and he said to them that same verse bring it back bring it back what shall we do john 6 28 then said they unto him what shall we do that we might walk the works of god verse 29 see what he told them see what he told them jesus answered and said unto them this is the work of god you want to know the work of god what the work of god is you want to see the foundation of it that you believe on him whom he has said you know what jesus christ was saying there accepting jesus as one's lord and savior is the foundation is what makes the service acceptable to god accepting jesus that like the illustration i have made you have helped them giving palliative out of the prison house but not led him or her not lead him or her to christ when he eventually dies maybe at 90 or at 120 he goes to hell what then have you done the foundation of any reasonable or acceptable service to god is that you believe on the lord jesus christ that he has said you cannot serve the god you don't know you cannot serve the god you don't know he said who is this stranger take him out you cannot serve the god that you don't know say so why is he here and he's not well dressed no righteousness of christ on him no washing of the blood of jesus on him how did they find this area he said take him out to the darkness that will not be your portion therefore the foundation of service to god is that you call jesus into your heart john chapter 1 verse 12 as many as received him to them gave he power to become sons and daughters of god and it is when you have become sons and daughters of god that you will know enough to do acceptable service reasonable service to god remember god does not define things as human being defines them since my ways are not your ways so how can you say those that are distributing money building orphanages building people's home giving people food giving a scholarship has established foundation and 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 fighting polio how, how do you say they are not serving the way if it is not connected to bringing their soul to know jesus christ 
you've done little or nothing rise up everybody let us pray wherever you are watching me the first thing is to invite jesus christ into your heart as your lord and savior that is where it all begins from that is the foundation of a life in god and it is simple if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves but if we confess our sins he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness wherever you are there please lay your right hand on your heart on your chest and say lord jesus i need to know you i'm a sinner everybody knows that everybody every human being is born as a sinner we all grew up sinning thinking wrong thought doing bad things that's our nature but we must not continue that way lord jesus i repent of all my sins i bow my heart before you and i ask you to come into my life as my lord and savior i receive you into my heart i receive you into my life as my lord and savior from today i'm all yours holy spirit help me to be established for god i receive jesus as my lord and savior you died for me you rose again from death for me you are my lord and savior from now on help me holy ghost to live for him and to serve him till the end Aha, whatever you now do to turn humanity for god becomes acceptable is there anybody in this auditorium who want me to just recognize you by raising up your hand and pray that prayer for you i know people are doing that across the world watching me across the world on their screen but should there be anyone here a boy a girl or a man or a woman pastor femi manuel please pray for me i want to answer the call i want to say jesus save my soul forgive me my sins pray with me sir raise up your hand if you want me to do that for you ushers help me look around if there's anybody raising hand raise up your hands and pastor Fred, man and pray for me i want to ask jesus to come into my life i want to repent of my sins please pray for me please pray for me anybody please bring such a person to this red carpet here and let me just lead you into christ like i was led into christ and those that are watching across the world you will pray this prayer with me just stand don't need that just stand anybody just come anybody just come and nothing to be shy about nothing to be ashamed of we were all born sinners we grew to be sinners but a time must come in our lives when we repent I don't need that stand up stand up stand up stand up a time must come in our life when we say jesus have mercy on me anybody doing that across the world as i pray for these two here please pray the prayer along with me repent do it honestly do it sincerely there will be a change in your heart and in your life those of you here put your right hand on your chest put your right close your eyes all over the world put your right hand on your chest then begin to ask god to have mercy on you let lord have mercy on me i'm a sinner forgive me my sins pray it in your own world i'm still coming to lead you say the same thing across the world i'm a sinner i have sinned against you i am sorry i am sorry i have had your word today and it made meaning to me i receive jesus as my lord and savior i promise i will not go back to my sinful way of life holy spirit help me to be established for jesus help me to live the rest of my life serving the lord pray that way i'm sorry we were all born sinners we all grew in sin that's the nature we came with and salvation means a change of nature god gives us another nature by giving us another spirit all over the world repent and say i am sorry come into my life i give you my heart 
you are receive you as my lord and savior that is what is called salvation that is what is called utter call that's what i'm making and you can do it right where you are there across the world now say this words of prayer after me say it loud and clear those of you here and all of you praying the same prayer around the world say my father and my god say it again my father and my god i come to you today to repent of my sins i am a sinner i am sorry i am a sinner i am sorry from today i confess my sins i receive jesus christ as my lord and savior i believe he died for me i believe he rose again from dead for me from today jesus come into my life come into my heart i will not go back to sin anymore holy spirit give me grace to stand by this decision help me every day to be a better child of god thank you for hearing me i am born again now i'm a child of god now the blood of jesus has washed me in jesus name i will pray for you and congregation be saying amen all around the world be saying amen father in the name of jesus we commit these words and those across the world that have repented and invited jesus into their heart your word says if we shall come unto you we shall not be cast away lord accept them in the beloved in jesus name let the blood of jesus wash their sins away give them a new heart give them a new life holy ghost establish them help them to grow and be matured in the things of god you are born again your sins are forgiven you you are no longer the sinner you are now a child of god all the blessings of being a child of god will accrue to you you will grow in grace and grow in power whatever you have missed or lost shall be returned back to you you are blessed in jesus name open your eyes and look at me it's not more than that nothing to be shy of nothing to be ashamed of but you will now need to begin to grow when a child is born into a house it begins to grow it must be fed and relate with all the other siblings that's what we want to do for you we want to baptize you in water we want to put you in house uh, closer to you i want to be your pastor do you accept me to be your pastor you accept me to be your daddy all right so uh, which means you will grow under this grace you'll be coming and if you have any issue you will discuss with the people that will talk to you god bless you you are no longer a sinner right to this date on the first page of your bible i gave my life to christ or i rededicated my life to christ and start living with please follow him you will soon come back to your seat follow him church put your hand together for the lord those of you that pray that same prayer you are blessed where you are locate a good church around you over there and start attending i want to pray finally for everyone i want you to stand up and let's pray this final prayer and those of you praying this prayer with us across the world after this prayer it is time to pay your tithe if you are tighter to god through this commission you will see the paypal information on your screen follow that instruction and give god's portion in your earning which is a tenth of your income and then the service offering and then the battle seed any other donation you want to make do it through that instruction you see on the screen the paypal instruction on the screen from whatever country you are and if you are doing that within the nigerian space with your currency in naira you will see the gtb and the zenith bank uh information and please do that afterwards those of us here we will do our own 
uh, living springers in all the houses, centers in Lagos, Nabekuta, and other places where churches have not been opened. You will also do your own, your cell ministers, and the leader there will uh, administer that. Everyone, I'd like you to lift up your right hand and say, God, help me to serve you acceptably. Help me to be a soul winner. Help me to be a kingdom servant. Give me grace of service. Give me grace of service. Don't let it be difficult for me to love you and to serve you. Lord, help me to serve you acceptably. May I not be tired. I told you it's a measure of grace. Can you pray and say, God, I receive the grace of service. I receive the grace for service. I receive the grace for service in all its ramification. Help me to serve you with all my heart. Help me to serve you diligently. Serving God means winning souls. Serving God means giving to God. Serving God means helping others. Serving God means coming to all the services. Serving God means joining hand with the church to fulfill the mission of the church. Lord, give me the grace to serve you with all my heart. Give me the grace that you gave your servant. God gave me grace with all humility. He gave me grace for service. Nothing excites me in life like God's things. Nothing excites me in life like serving God. Coming to church. Going after the souls. Preaching. Visiting people. Helping them. Nothing excites me like serving God. Give me the grace that you put upon your servant. If you already have it, ask God for more. Ask God for more. We cannot serve him too much. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray for every one of you today. The grace for service in the kingdom receive it in jesus name once the grace for service is there and you are serving devotedly god said i will take care of all other things that's my own testimony he took care of all other things for me he took care of my health he took care of my marriage he took care of my children he took care of my finances he took care of my protection once you are totally devoted to church to jesus you can't talk about jesus without talking church because i will build my church the church is the platform of service once you are totally committed he said leave all other things for me i pray for you today all other things shall be taken care of for you all other things means all other things your health your children your job your career your finances what makes you happy what makes you fulfilled i prophesy all other things shall be added to your life grace to understand this message and run with it everybody receive it in jesus name you are blessed forever in jesus name put your hands together for the lord please have your seat god bless you Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down, for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.